I was a hitchhiking hacker! What's not clicking, Nicholas? Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Are you sure this is the right vocals this time? I'm sure this okay. is the right vocals this time. All right, guys. I'm so actually I, not sure, but we're going to roll with it. I'm going to fucking lose it. <laughs> uh, so as you can tell, Viley's sick. She got the Rona. I don't, though. That's the thing is I feel fine. It's literally just a head cold. Okay, well. well I'll let you know <laughs> what my newest test says. <laughs> yeah, we'll let you know. And I'm sure you're all wondering, like, why I'm sitting here doing this podcast with her. Um well, we live in the same house, so, like... There's not... There's, there's not that much room, and where the fuck am I gonna go? Yeah. Plus, I haven't seen her, like, in a... In a long time. In a long time. It's been a few the days. The lady at Public Health today was asking me when was the last time I was at work, and I was like, <laughs> last Thursday, and she goes, I thought you didn't start feeling symptoms until Saturday. And I go, yeah, well, I had a half day on Thursday, and I didn't work Friday. So... Middle finger, bitch. So eat a dick, Public Health. I'm just kidding. No, genuine. Literally. I mean, um, meh. Meh. Depends on the day. <laughs> Anyways, but um, we just wanted to uh, say, Jade, we love you. We love you so much, pretty girl. This is for you. We're going to give a giggle. I think, is this our first woman serial killer that we ha- are doing right now? Um, we do one? I don't know. Do we count Baby Farmer as a serial killer? Uh, yeah, I kind of count Baby Farmer. Okay, so I, this is second. Okay. This is the first modern day. I guess you could say modern day, yeah. Um, but today we're going to go ahead and review Miss fucking Eileen uh, Warnos. <sighs> Buckle up, bitches. I do love me a good Eileen story. Uh, to be honest, as I was, like, fucking watching, like, movie... I watched a movie based on her. Yeah. I watched a shit ton of interviews. There's a new one coming out on Netflix there's, on Friday. There's a new one coming out on Netflix on Friday. As I it's was Wednesday like, now, by the way. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just wanted to no, you're clarify. Good. Yeah, absolutely. But I, I don't know. Like, as I was doing all of this, like, there's a part of me that's like, okay, like, I think I would have gone after, like, pre- like, predators more. But, like, to be honest, she was a sex worker. And, like, I kind of feel like she definitely got some victim blamed. Um, here's my thing is... <sighs> I love Eileen, and that's that's probably controversial to say. You shouldn't love or idolize a serial sure, killer. She sure. killed people. But also, at the same time, like, where's that same sense of, like, uh, what's the word? Um, protecting yourself. Yeah, she was literally protecting herself because and, she was a sex worker. And there's some certain people out there mm-hmm. who... Um, a little handsy. Well, yeah, I was going to say that, too. But also... The people that get off for... What's the fucking word? Are you talking about getting off being murdered? Is that what you're talking no, about? No, I'm talking about, like, self de- self-defense. Oh. People uh, who... <laughs> Goddamn. The people who get off for self-defense. self-defense. And oh. then here's Eileen. So, and also with Eileen's case, she did not have an easy childhood. No. Like, they never do. Yeah. Like, so I guess we'll get into it here. <laughs> With Eileen. So, most of the stuff that I got off of, like I said, I watched, like, a movie documentary on her. Um, I uh, watched, like, shit ton of YouTube videos on her. There's a lot of stuff out there on her. There's a lot. There was a lot. A huge meme going on on TikTok for a while of her. What? Yeah, about how she killed the guy. I killed him. That one? Have you not seen that one? <laughs> no. I, I know what video you're talking about. Like, I yeah. know what that 
sound is from. Yeah. But I haven't seen the TikTok videos. Yeah. All those TikTok videos. We're on two different sides of TikTok, I'm assuming, sometimes. Here's the thing, is that I will send Taylor videos sometimes, and she's like, I saw that earlier. And then she'll send me one, and I'm like, I literally I, was just about to send that to you. Yeah. And then I'll show her one, and she's like, what fucking side of TikTok, TikTok are you, are you on? on? <laughs> yeah. And then literally. she'll show me one, and I'm like, where are you? What, what are you doing? <laughs> Stop liking weird shit. <laughs> um, so another one that I went on was uh, capitalpunishmentincontext.org. And then another one was uh, the uh, serial killer shop dot uh, com slash blogs, um, and they had a lot of fucking awesome information. And I really like to hear a lot of the stuff like come from her mouth because like she was there. This is how she felt. But also like I feel like there's two sides to every coin. Oh my god! Okay, metaphor. Yeah, metaphor. Metaphor. Okay, so metaphor. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was reading something earlier, and it said, like, mediocre, but I swear to God it said metacore. And I was I like, what am I doing? She, she looked up at me and, like, had this confused-ass look on her face, and I go, what? And she goes, I could have just sort it said metacore, but it said mediocre. And I was like, oh. Dyslexic. <laughs> okay. All right, so bear with on this one. From the time <laughs> that she was born, her life was filled with pain, abuse, and the hands that should have protected her. That's Ooh. my personal feeling. Um, um, probably not just a personal feeling. I bet Eileen probably feels the same way. Probably. Um, she was born February 29th, 1956 in Rochester, Michigan. Eileen uh, was brought into this world of... Tr- she had tremendous violence at like in her household that she grew up in and instability. Her mother, Diane, married her father, Leo Pittman... At a very young age, she married him at the age of 14. Ooh, mommy and daddy had to sign off on that one. Well, mm. actually, did they? I don't know I how don't it was know. back then. I know now, like... Parents have to sign off if on you're it. Under, if you're under... Is it 18? Yeah. Okay, if you're under 18 or age of consent, mm-hmm. you have to sign... Your parents have to sign off on your marriage license, which I think is icky. If your parents still have to sign off on something, <laughs> you probably should just wait a couple of years. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so her father was convicted of child molestation. Her bio dad or her stepdad? Bio. Ooh. Right after her birth. And a few years later, he killed himself in prison. Two years Ooh. later, after giving birth to a son, uh, two months, that was before Eileen came into the world, Diane fulfilled, like, filed for divorce and fled Leo um, and his violent tendencies. So there was probably a lot of DV in the home. Okay, wait. S- sorry, this might be the NyQuil or the DayQuil happening. Mm-hmm. But so, so prior to him getting convicted and prior to him hanging himself, she filed yes. for divorce. So two months prior to that, she filed for, for divorce. divorce. And then was like, oh, shit. I, oh, I, she was pregnant? Yeah. Oh, yeesh. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know why I did not. I don't know. I could have said it fucked up. I also have had quite a few drinks. Quite, quite a, a few, few drinks. Um, six ten p.m. Yeah. Well, listen. <laughs> All right. Long week. Um. So then, after you know, she filed for divorce. Um, these children actually never met their father. Oh, that's probably for the best. It was absolutely for the best because Eileen's dad, her father, had fucking sex crimes against children. Yeah. On his record. Here's my thing is that's 
absolutely disgusting in every single shape and way. Mm -hmm. But the one thing that helps me sleep at night is for those child predators that are in jail, Mm -hmm. they get fucked daily. They get fucked up. I hope so. I hope so. That's the one thing that's like, yeah. So while he was in jail uh, or prison, um, the dad, Leo, was actually diagnosed with schizophrenia. Oh. Yeah. In 1969, Leo Pittman hung himself in his prison cell. When Eileen was only four years old, her mother, Diane, abandoned her, her younger son, um, her and her younger son, with her parents. Oh. Okay. So, like, Diane's mom was like... I mean, that's better than, like... Okay. Never mind. She's giving me the look. I was like, that's better than just, like, at a volunteer fire station, but, like... I think Eileen probably would have had a better life. At a volunteer fire station. station. Gotcha. Um, so then after um, she fucking said, deuces, I'm out, uh, the grandparents actually legally adopted Eileen and her brother, Keith. And Keith. A- Keith. <laughs> That's a good name. And according to Eileen, her grandfather was horribly abusive. This sounds like a familiar case. Yeah. Eileen says that she uh, that he used to beat her and force her to remove her clothes. Wow. She claims that her grandfather would also subject her to brutal sexual acts at a very young age. Oh. Yeah. Childhood friends say that uh, Eileen's grandfather would beat her and the grandmother was an alcoholic. And, like, here I am. I'm sure CPS at the time wasn't strong, wasn't great. Probably not. We've heard rumors. We've heard things. We, we've been there. we done that. But, like, I don't know. Like, if I knew that, like, my friend's, my, my, my daughter's friend was, like, getting savagely fucking beat and raped. Yeah. There's. there's I would absolutely be like, does she need to come over for dinner? Does she, does she want to move in? I can set up a room for her. Like, yeah. what does she need? I would be calling people, like. Things would be, I don't know, though, I guess. I hate to say it because I hate the excuse, boys will be boys, and I hate the excuse. It was a different time. Yeah, that's a bullshit excuse. There's never an okay time for racism, for homophobia, for sexual assault, um, misogyny, transphobia, any of of that. That, the, the, it was a different time is a bullshit excuse. I fucking hate that excuse. So by the time Eileen was 11 years old, she was trading sexual acts for oh, food, honey. cigarettes, and drugs. Oh, honey. for herself? Oh, baby. Yeah. Um, Eileen had her first child at the age of 14. Oh, my God. Neighbors claimed that the father was an older friend of her grandfather's. So that means her grandfather was pretty much passing her around like Pimping a fucking mint candy dish. Oh my god, dude. I'm trying to even remember what I was doing when I was 14. Like, I was like, I still had to ask permission to go out. I was still like, so I like, was, I think I was, I think that's when I started really getting into trouble is when I was like 13, 14. I was doing a lot of shady things. Yeah. But also, yeah. It, you know what I mean? I still, like, ask my parents, like, will you do this? Can I do this? Like, what do you think? And if they just said no, I'd still do it, but, like... Yeah, and I think that's one of the main differences between us is, like, <laughs> I never... My parents can probably 
say that I'm wrong, but I don't remember going through, like, a trouble phase. Like, I don't remember, like, having... I think my... I was, for the most part, a really good kid. My mom always said that if I got good grades, she couldn't give two fucks. I mean, to an extent. Like, I remember one time I told my mom I was being at my dad's, and then I told my dad I was at my mom's. Oh, boy, I got my ass beat. Uh (laughs) (laughs) on march 23rd 1971 she gave birth to a baby boy i am i didn't do any research on her child because i feel like they deserve um, that yeah privacy um and i didn't want to dig on any of that um it was a little boy that little boy was immediately put up for adoption and so i figured there's pro- it's probably a sealed record, closed record. Yeah, and probably also, even if... Why would I do that yeah. to a human? Like, why would you drag someone else into it? Yeah, and I'm sure... I'm sure they've tried to... Yeah, a lot of people don't know what came of him after yeah. he was put up for adoption. But Try that's to, probably for the best. Yeah. Give him the best life possible because, as I'm sure Eileen would attest to it, it wouldn't be a good environment to bring a newborn baby into that house. No, no, not at all. Um, so soon after she gave birth, gave up her son, she started spending more time away from the home. She either lived in the woods behind the house or she hitchhiked around the country. Oh, God. That's so dangerous. That's so scary. I can never, like... I understand, like, going back to that stupid excuse of it was a different time period where, like, hitchhiking was very normal. But, like, even now... I mean, but, like, hitchhiking was normal, but look at all the fucking cases that are literally from that time era. And they were like, it was a hitchhiker hitchhiker that I killed or that turned into a murder. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, there's a good little lesson for you. Never hitchhike. Yeah, don't do that. And don't accept hitchhikers because you don't know where (laughs) they've been. I used to have this friend, and I think she used to get super pissed off at me. Anytime I'd see a hitchhiker, I'd slow down and, like, go to pull over, and she would just, like, stare at me, like, what the fuck? And I'd be like, should we pull up, pick him up? And she'd be like, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm kidding. I did and that. I'd speed up. <laughs> I did that one time to Kale when we were, uh, I don't know where we were driving, but you know where it says, like, you're getting close to a prison. Do not pick up yeah, any hitchhikers. <laughs> yeah. We saw a hitchhiker, and I was like, oh, pull over. And he's like, I'm doing what now? And I'm like, I'm kidding. Like, yeah, A, we don't have any stupid. room in the car. Yeah. But, like, and Bella also, would lick him to death. <laughs> Bella would lick him to death. He'd be like, oh, pretty puppy. And Bella would be like, let me, um, So after giving birth to her son, her family kicked her out. And she quit school. Probably. Her grandmother passed away from liver failure. Shocker. At the age of 15, Eileen embraced the idea of using her body to support herself. Oh, honey. She became a fucking prostitute at the age of 15. Oh, God. That's so... I don't even know the words for it, because, like, I feel so bad that that's what she had to go to, but also, like, anyone that would pay for that... You're a fucking disgusting piece of shit. You're a fucking pedophile. Uh, uh, Yeah. You're a fucking pedophile. Like, I I support sex workers as long as it's, like... Consensual? Consensual. Appropriate. Yeah. Like, I, I... a human's got to make a living, I guess, right? Yeah. However, like, when it goes to underage... Yeah. No. Yeah. So, I like... I like... I like... I like... Big butts and I cannot lie. Eileen <laughs> hitchhiked to Florida in 1976. She married an older man. Oh. Um, he was a yacht clutch... 
Yacht cut. <laughs> I almost said cunt. <laughs> he probably I was. Cunt. Um, he was a yacht club president, but I know that it's called Commodore. I had no idea it was called Commodore, so yeah, that's fun. You all want to know how I know that? How? I watched a preview from the new uh, Netflix documentary that's coming out about her. And she got fucking pissed when she when he said president. She was like, it's a Commodore! And I was like, <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> so, okay. his name was Lewis Fell. Lewis Fell where? Okay. <laughs> where did Lewis <laughs> fall? <laughs> um, their wedding was full of bliss. How old was she? It doesn't. It never said how old she was, but I can't assume she was that old. It was. That she she was, was born in 1956. It was, this was 19. She was in Florida in 1976. So she was. And a, she was. She's about 20, give or take. Yeah. I mean, legal now. Yeah, she was because in well in 19 uh, 1971 she was 14 and gave birth to a child. Oh. So, so 1971, she was 14. Yeah. Wow. So I'm five, really bad at math. So five years later, she was like almost 18. 14, five years, almost 19. 19. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. legal. Yeah, kind of ick, but legal. Kind of ick. I mean, love is love. I guess kind of not really. Uh, love is love to a certain extent. Yeah. Um. So it did. The marriage did not last. Um. The marriage was annulled after nine weeks. With Fel claiming abuse and obtaining a restraining order against Eileen. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, she's having a rough go. And then it's like against Eileen. And I was like, oh, yeah. So then Eileen bounced between Michigan and Florida, committing various low-level crimes that included armed robbery, car theft, and passing, like, fraudulent checks. Low-level crimes, armed robbery. <laughs> yeah. For yeah. me, it's low-level. <laughs> She's like, well, she didn't kill anyone yet, so. She didn't kill anyone yet, so that's low-level for me. Um, spending time in and out of jail. <laughs> she never really settled in one place for long, and still she has not met the love of her life, nor will she probably ever. Um, by the early 1980s, her brother died of cancer. Oh, her younger brother. Yeah. Um, so she moved from, or she moved to Florida for work again to prostitute. She frequently met with the law in trouble for being a prostitute and among other crimes. Here's my question. Yeah, what's Totally up? offside. Sure, offside. Sure. Yep. Why is prostituting illegal? Uh, it's not illegal. I think it's in Nevada. Yeah, I, I think it is in Nevada, you're right. But, like, also, like, why? Why? I mean, I they're two consenting so adults. I, I, think, I, think, I think it's because we also have drugs that are also... You know what I mean? So I think the worry... Yeah. It, like, I don't know. People who don't think that prostitution or, like, sex work should be legal, hit us up. Let me know what, why the why? fuck you wouldn't Because, I mean, like, they're probably the same people that pay for fucking porn. So, like, sure. You know what sure. I mean? But, like, and, like, also, my whole thing is, is, like, just legalize it. Fucking Oregon legalized frickin' mushrooms. Yeah. Like, legalize it. What's, fucking Nevada legalized it. Those bitches have a 401k. Yeah. yeah. Like, why not? Like, I don't understand, like, the, the problem with it. It's gonna be wanted no matter what. Yeah. Having a sugar baby, having a sugar daddy, like... Have, like having an OnlyFans, that's legal. I mean, to an extent, they're taking off. They fucking took all the restrictions back. Really? Why? They did. 
Want to know why? Because their whole entire website and fan base is literally for sexual content. Yeah. So why not just legalize it, have them bitches pay fucking taxes on what they got. Yeah. And... I mean, you know that's I mean? more money for the fucking government. Yeah, like, why not monopolize on it? And I know that people might be like, oh, you're, you're talking about monopolizing fucking prostitutes. Yeah, literally, like, I am. Like, <laughs> yeah, literally. Why not re- ha- put restrictions on certain things so that, like, there's more control and safety for these women, for these men, for yeah. these co- non-binary communities that are out there yeah. doing these things? Yeah. Well, I mean, strip clubs. Yeah, you legalized it and you put fucking rules. You don't. You yeah. see a bouncer at the door and security around all the and fucking And they have time. certain rules. Don't touch the girls or you can touch the girls if it's X, Y, and Z girl and you were given X, Y, Z permission. Like, yeah. whatever. So I don't see the problem in just being like, listen, pr- this, this is, is legalized. It. You do this. Here's the rules Here's surrounding the rules. it. Yeah. Your escort, or your escort service sets x y and z rules for it sure or if like it's a girl that's just doing it on her own yeah like i think that it's a great She's idea an entrepreneur. to have those yeah entrepreneur that shit i don't give a fuck <laughs> entrepreneur that shit yeah girl um eileen met uh tyra moore aka ty at a biker bar and that sounds like skeevy and sketchy as shit yeah it does yeah <laughs> i just imagine like big burly men Goggling down there like you, Miller's did Light. You, did you read the Ride Me book? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh god, I can never look at the book the same. That's that's literally how I picture it. And like, <laughs> so Taylor and I read a book. And it's it, a smut book. It's a smut book. But literally, like, there was one scene in it that, like... We read it to each other, which I was know. a terrible was a idea. Terrible idea. We were, like, cringing at every scene. sentence. Yeah. But there was one scene in it where he literally had, like, lit... There was another guy, and she wanted the keys to the she, cabin. She licked his nipple? Yeah. That what you're talking about? Yeah, and he had her, like, up on the, like, wall. Yeah. And then, like, the guy that she, like... And it was a cop. Yeah. It was her old friend from high school, the cop. And, like, it was inevitably, like, the guy that she ends up falling in love with was, like, watching the entire thing. And he got so pissed off at her, but that's literally just how I imagine it. And then, like, him being like, well, I cut off his finger for touching you. (laughs) Like, that's how I imagine (laughs) imagine it. (laughs) So, she met this fucking tie at a biker bar. This fucking tie. Fucking tie. Fucking (laughs) tie. Fucking (laughs) tie. In 1986, while in Florida. The two of them quickly became a couple, obviously, because, you know, why not? Uh, Ty knew Eileen was a prostitute and is quoted saying, uh, like, he didn't really approve of that, although... (laughs) I don't approve of my girlfriend. Oh. (laughs) I don't approve of that bitch fucking other dude. That's what they call biker girls, bitches, or like my old lady. You know what I'm saying? Oh, old lady, absolutely. But I've never heard bitches. I've only only met the really nice bikers at the Harley Davidson store when I was in there for a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's why. That makes sense. Okay, um, so, however, Eileen supported Ty and herself with the money she made, so, period. like... Period, she's the breadwinner. <laughs> period. Um, As she should, queen. Well, eh, I don't know. So, Ty knew about one murder. <laughs> 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 and, unfortunately, this fucking cunt was... Mm. Which one? Which fucking cunt? Ty. Ty. Ty, Ty the bad guy? Tat. Ty. Ty. <laughs> Oh, God. Um, That's what I'm titling this episode. Todd the, the bad, bad guy. guy. <laughs> it's about Eileen. 
<laughs> um, he was actually like very predominant in um, the investigation that led to the arrest. Oh, I thought you were going to say drug rings. I was going to be like, ah, oh, makes sense. I mean, I think that's an unspoken word, but like he didn't make much money. So I'm kind of like, bitch, you ain't sporting shit. You a janky ass bike. Please don't come for me if you're still alive. It <laughs> shows up at the door <laughs> in the fucking valley. We live at. <laughs> um, so, um, by, oh, and anyways, when Eileen did get arrested for all of this bullshit, um, her and Ty still talked and she admitted that she was still in love with him while waiting her death sentence. Aww. Which I'm like, bitch, he put you behind bars. <laughs> Fuck him. So by 1991, uh, her record included, among other felonies and misdemeanors, uh, arrest for prostitution, firearm forgery, assault, and robbery. Mm, go off, girl. Yeah. You do what you gotta do to survive in fucking America. So, a lot of law enforcement and, like, uh, l- like lawyers and stuff quoted, like, she was very erratic and easily angered. Well, I would be, too. Yeah. Um, her arrest record was, like, frequently noted as attitude poor, which I don't know what that means. Probably, like, how... So I play this game called BitLife, and when you get arrested, mm-hmm. it, uh, it shows, like, how good your behavior is. And so it's probably something about that, of, like, wow. on that same scale of, mm-hmm. like, if your attitude's good, if your behavior's good, if you've been helping in the jail, if you've been doing that. So it's probably, like... She sense. has a shitty attitude. Okay. So together, Eileen and Ty, Ty sold... I almost said Tyler. Uh, Tyler Posey? Yeah. From Teen Wolf? Why not? <laughs> I don't even know if he was born back then. That's what I'm picturing now. Um, as soon as you're talking about Ty, that's all I'm picturing. You're welcome. Um, so they stole a bunch of items from a pawn shop in Florida and, like, sold those items. Um... So why isn't he arrested? Did he get a little immunity thing? Probably. Fucking bitch. Yeah. Um, so actually during the investigation, the county police discovered that an item belonging to Richard Mallory, and we'll get to him in a minute, um, at a local pawn shop with a receipt showing Eileen's fucking thumbprint on it. Uh-oh. Yeah. So, um, police had uh, traced the stolen items of uh, Mallory to Eileen. A camera from Mallory's automobile was... Automobile. Automobile! 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 ...was found inside uh, a rented warehouse unit, which was opened with a key taken from Eileen. Oh. Eileen had rented the unit under an alias. What was it? Alien? I think if I were to come up with an alias, I would probably be like Tatiana. No, because everyone knows you call me Tatiana. <laughs> Tatiana Homont. No, I think I would probably do like I don't know, the only name coming to mind right now is Carrie Joe Butafuco. <laughs> That's one of my dad's ex-girlfriends. <laughs> She's going to listen to this, and she's going to be like, that, that bitch. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but See, I would do that one, or I would probably do um, another one of my dad's ex-girlfriends, which would be Elizabeth. See, she's the, crazy. The only one that's coming to mind is Janelle Petrie. <laughs> <laughs> what we call Jade? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... 
So we call Jade Janelle Petrie. <laughs> she has so many nicknames. Janelle, JD, Juju B. <laughs> like, she has too many nicknames. But the one that's sticking in my head is just Janelle Petrie. And that's, like, that's actually a really good. Thank you. Now you can't use it, though. We can't use any of the names that we just said today. In case Maybe I'll just be Peyton Petrie. Or Paige Petrie. You should really stop saying your alias names on this. What about Trevor Petrie? <laughs> Fucking Trevor! <laughs> Fucking Trevor! <laughs> Sorry, we've been watching after and after we collided and after we fell. <laughs> <laughs> We're done for the day. <laughs> we um, give up. But, yeah. So we have, so we've been watching a lot of cringe factor things, so super oh, what's up. God. There was one part in it where they fucking put ice. You can't tell if people haven't seen that. That's a spoiler. It's not a spoiler. They put ice on her chest. How does that spoil jack shit? I don't know, but it gives me the cringe vibe. <laughs> and Taylor went out to go feed her cats. And I was cooking dinner, and I was like, <laughs> nope, pause. I can't, I can't handle the ickiness by, by myself. myself. <laughs> <laughs> so by 1990, um, Ty became a suspect in... Eileen's activities, and um, he actually moved in with like some of Eileen's family in Pennsylvania. Cute Pennsylvania. Yeah. Fuck Pennsylvania. I have some beef with Pennsylvania. Okay, yeah. I don't okay. want to talk about. It. I can't legally talk about it, but like, fuck you, Pennsylvania. I'm so confused right now. Oh yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. I, I understand now. I was like, I was like, are you mad at like Hershey Park? What is wrong? Nah, I. Uh, I understand. Pennsylvania has. We got beef. We got beef with you, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Square up with Colorado. <laughs> Could you imagine no. just two states <laughs> with arms walking <laughs> <and> cranks? <laughs> I imagine them with like. Okay, have you seen like the uh, what is it called? The We the Bill. Yeah. <laughs> Beat the shit out of my wrist. <laughs> Stop. That could be just against me. <laughs> no, but that's literally how I picture them. It's like from the We the, the Bill or the School of or School of Schoolhouse of Rock? Schoolhouse of Rock. Because school. there's there's School of Rock, which is the movie with Jack Black. <laughs> Where are we? <laughs> okay. They're two states fighting each other. I can't. Anyways. So when Eileen was arrested on an outstanding warrant at the biker bar in Florida, <laughs> police trace Ty down and use, like, basically his confession, like, against her. Love. Mm-hmm. Um, so from the late 18... 18... 19, 1880s? 18, yeah. No, from the late 1989 through the, through the 90s. Uh, the bodies of seven middle-aged white men were discovered in Central Florida. Oh, yeah, cool. Uh, they were all robbed um, <laughs> before they were all shot to death. Sorry, that's not funny, but just the way you said, they were all robbed. robbed. <laughs> they were all shot to death, and their cars were stolen. All right, oh, that's fun. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna hop into the victims now. Stop dancing like okay. that. You Fine. look like you're having a seizure. <laughs> Maybe I am. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just the brain. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, so hey, you're coming home with me. me. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so like our, a parrot. 
you know what I mean? Where I'll just sit there and repeat stupid <laughs> shit that you've said to me all day back at you at the worst moments. moments. And I'm like, you're like, I have to finish it. I, I have, have to finish, finish it. it. So our first victim is fucking Richard. Fucking Richard. Richard. <laughs> Mallory. <laughs> fucking dick. <laughs> Stop it. Stop hitting me. <laughs> I have bruises all over my arms for my dogs. I know. I'm sorry. I keep forgetting that you're like sitting. Because normally I'll sit on the other, other side, side of you. Yeah. We're switched today. <sighs> We're so, flippy flopped. So, Call us thongs. <laughs> do, you get, do you get it? I get it. Because that's what they used to call flip flops. Bitch, we're on page two. I have 13 pages of this. <laughs> this is going to be a long okay. episode. <laughs> yeah, stop talking. Okay. Um, just kidding. <laughs> Y'all are in for a boring ride. <laughs> I can't with you. All right, so Dick here uh, was... <laughs> I'm sorry, Richard here was a shop owner. Um, and, and this was in 1989. Um, he was 51 years old. He was a white man who picked up prostitutes along Interstate 75 in Florida while engaging in sex for pay, which is literally what prostitutes Yeah, I was going to say, isn't that pretty much what prostitutes, prostitute, prostitute? P-tots mean? You got it. <laughs> P-tots. Oh, why didn't I say that earlier? I'm an idiot. I should have called her a P-tot. A prostitute. It's actually, P-tots are like baby prostitutes. Yeah, po- she, prostitutes. Prostitutes. Yeah, because she was pretty much a baby freaking prostitute. That's what I feel like all the kids on Toddlers and TRs look like. Yeah, This show scares me. I hate watch it. Like, when I'm having a really bad day, I'll watch these kids throw temper tantrums over not getting their sugar. <laughs> and then I'll be like, me! <laughs> I feel really that. Mm. We'll do a whole episode on mm. toddlers and tiaras. Can we please not? That makes me so cringy. Okay, anyways. <laughs> um, so his body was discovered like several miles away from his abandoned car. I thought she stole his car. Yeah, she did. That's why his body was discovered several miles away from his car. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dick here had been shot in the head multiple times in chest. Um, the only right reason why I'm still calling this asshole Dick is because um, he was a convicted sex offender. So um, they couldn't see you flipping off the camera, but I want to. I always forget I want, that. I want the record to show, <laughs> like that one time I did air quotes. Yeah, and you were like, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't see, see that. that. And I was like, oh yeah, quote. <laughs> I go, fuck you. Is that oh better? Oh my god. <laughs> so Eileen, um Eileen killed him, obviously. He was a, he was a fucking convicted <laughs> she, she sex offender. Yeah. Eileen um says that he attacked her and raped her, uh, leaving her no option but to protect herself. She shot him with her favorite twenty two caliber pistol. Um his car was found by the deputy sheriff's office like two days after he was killed. Um, and his body was located um, near the woods. Kinky. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I don't know. I I feel bad because like I don't want to be like he's a victim, obviously. So like I feel bad that he died, but also he's like a fucking sex offender. He was a fucking sex offender. You're gonna sit there and tell oh, me that I'm wrong? wrong? Her sister was, was a witching witch, bro. Okay, okay, okay. So <laughs> David Spears is our second victim. Um, and he was found on June 1st, uh, 1990 
and his body was found in Citrus County, naked, um, and shot in the torso six times. Uh, yeah, so David was a 43-year-old construction worker, um, and there was claims that Spears attempted to cause harm on Eileen, and it she she uh, she shot him. And uh, that was it. Um, <laughs> I'm watching, like, the wheels, like, the little rats in your brain spinning. <laughs> and my and, little like, hamster, like... And, like, the one, like, <laughs> fell. Like, gypsy-sized, the gypsy-sized hamster in your brain just, like, falling and, like, trying to catch back up. Oh, yeah, that's pretty much what happened. Um, however, Spears was, like, mentioned to be a very honest, good person um, who... Yeah? Oh, I'm just breathing. Oh, um, <laughs> oh! <laughs> he was actually like paying for like all of his ex-wife's like financial shit, like without court involvement and nice. in anything, just because. That's sweet. Yeah. All right. I wish my ex-boyfriends would just continue to pay for my life. I seriously still think about sending them like Venmo bills for my my therapy. See, my mommy pays for my therapy. Yeah, I don't know that. But that'd be a good joke. Just like shoot him a quick little textaroo. Be like. Yeah. <laughs> hey, bitch! The mental trauma that you gave me here it is, boy. Here, here, here it is, boy. It's about six hundred dollars a month. Yeah, for real. That's to that's to fund my retail therapy <laughs> <laughs> vibes. <laughs> um, a few days after uh, Spears' body was discovered, our third victim, Charles, he was forty. Uh, he Charles was, Manson. You didn't say no. his last name. Uh, that's because you don't know how to pronounce it. I don't know how to pronounce it. it. You want to help me out? My brain's shutting down. Carskadone. Charles Carskadone. Sure. Charles here um, was found in Pasco County, and that was 30 miles south um, and uh, from where the previous body was found. And it was another naked body um, found on the Interstate 75. This one was discovered on June 6th. Um, and Damn, so these were all pretty... Pretty much like back-to-back, yeah. Um... And the body was so badly decomposing that the medical examiners were not able to obtain any fingerprints that could estimate a time of death. The nine bullets found in the remains were badly damaged by the decomposition. And um, it had been determined that it was a 22 caliber weapon that kind of matched the other two deaths. The death. So according to Mike Reynolds, a Pasco County detective, uh, Tom Muck had no intimate luck identifying Charles at this time, but had heard about this case in uh, Citrus County. And Charles was a 40-year-old man, and his death was not, like, determined until, like, fucking May or June the next year. Oh. Yeah. However, these investigators actually fucking communicated with each other and, like... Damn, that's crazy. NYPD, LAPD. How about y'all bitches get on that train? Hop on that shit. Next up, we have Troy, uh... Aikman. Sorry, name association. Bernice. Yeah, Bernice. That's how it's going. Bernice? There's not even an N. Is there not? Oh, I need glasses. No. Two R's look like an N. (laughs) I'm wearing my glasses. I can tell you right now. I can't see. Um, He was left um, on a delivery route from a sausage. 
Okay. Giltress Sausage. Thank you. Uh, earlier in the morning of July 30th, um, when he did not return that afternoon, his manager, Johnny Thompson, uh, started calling around, and he had discovered that Troy had not shown up for his last few delivery stops. Damn. Her, uh, his husband... Yeah? Okay. Uh, his mm-hmm. wife went out... <laughs> Hamster fell again. <laughs> <laughs> went out looking for him later that night. At 2 o'clock, uh, his wife reported him missing. At 4 a.m. What are you doing? It pulled off my little ghost. Oh, okay. Um, at 4 a.m., uh, the sheriff's deputy found his truck on the State Road 19, 20 miles east of Okla. I don't know. Girl, you are having the biggest... I, I, I am. It was unlocked. Keys were missing. Um, and so was Troy. Uh, <laughs> he, well, so was Troy. So was Troy. So, um... Sorry. What are you doing over there? <laughs> Get it together, I'm Jesus. lotion on my tatuate. Oh, my God. Lo siento. He was found five days later after being reported missing. A family was out for a picnic. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you giggling? I just can't imagine how traumatic that would be. Dude. Okay, so story time. So one time I was out hiking with my dad in this place called Fort Morgan, which mm-hmm. is like a little, it's like, it's like the I town. I know where Fort Morgan okay. is. Okay. So it's, it's a ho-dunk town. <laughs> yeah. No offense to any Fort Morganers out there. And, um. You put on so much. I think you should just shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay. And, um. <laughs> ow. And, um. And it was, it was winter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was winter. And I was so scared that I was going to turn around and see a dead body uh-huh. because I was watching um, <laughs> after the uh, after the 48 hours. Oh, yeah. And they were, like, talking about all these bodies they found in houses and, like, bodies they found by trees. And I was so scared that we were going to find, like, a little kid. Dead. Dead or, like, frozen. frozen. And that, like, we had to, like, unfreeze it. I was, like, 10. So, like, I really didn't understand, like, mortality. Yeah. But, like, we were going to have to unfreeze it and bring it to the police station. And all I was thinking about is that I was going to call shotgun because the backseat of my dad's <laughs> truck was really bad. <laughs> and I didn't want to sit back there. <laughs> I hate you. I'm sorry. I think I was 12 when I saw my first dead body. Okay. We're getting... I have... That's not even wood. You, know, you didn't even knock on the chair. Yeah, like, come on. I have yet to see a dead body. Yeah, I was 12 when I saw my first dead body. My neighbor's house got shot up, and um, I watched a guy bleed out on my lawn. And then my mom, like, pulled me down and was like, you don't go near the windows when there's gunshots. And I was like, <laughs> a kumbaya, my lord. So anyways, this family found his dead body. Um, <laughs> I actually feel really sorry. Like, yeah. Because, like... Man, it was very traumatizing. My mom had to put me in therapy for till I was sixteen. Um, anyways, um, due to like, <laughs> uh, I was just gonna say I'm in therapy for different reasons, but like same reasons. You know what I'm saying? I'm also was in therapy for different reasons on top of all of that. But whatever. Kumbaya, my lord. Um, anyways, so he still had his wedding ring on, oh. and um. He had been killed with two shots from a caliber gun, uh, twenty-two caliber gun, um, one in the chest and one in the back. 
Did um, he also, like, abuse Eileen? So, Eileen, in all of her interviews, like, strongly states she did not have to kill a man unless it was absolutely necessary. necessary. However, I think all of the trauma that this woman has suffered yeah, from. Yeah, I definitely think there was probably times where it wasn't necessary, but yet she was probably triggered by, like, an action that, like, her grandpa used to do or... or her dad being schizophrenic. I'm sorry, but, like, that's mental genetic. health issues. Like, girl, she didn't have a fighting chance with her grandpa abusing her the way that she was abused, mm, getting no. pregnant at the age of 14 by some fuckhead. I bet you she probably ended up having rad. Uh, that's a huge... That's a huge possibility. I think she does get diagnosed later on. However, during this time, rad wasn't a huge, like, concept. And if anyone's wondering what, like, rad is, it is Rad's just what we put on foster care children and just claim them to be all if you're a certain director of a certain facility in fucking northern Colorado. Okay. Sorry. I was, uh, okay. I'm a little bitter. Viley's obviously traumatized. <laughs> um, so, usually rad is an attachment disorder. And unfortunately, a lot of kids that get bounced from place to place, they struggle, like, finding who they are. And then they have, like, coping mechanisms where it makes it so that they do not attach to anyone. And when they start to feel that they're going to get attached, they have certain behaviors um, that increase. So there's a huge possibility she could have had rad. Um, So, anyways. (sighs) I mean, but if she had rad, though, would she still... Uh, I don't know. I was going to say, would she still find the, like, love for her husband? But then I'm thinking about... She didn't last very long with him. She didn't last very long with him. She met this guy, Ty. And, I mean, you can love someone and, like, string them along. You know, I'm not saying that she did. Not saying that she did. I'm saying that, like, I've seen a lot of our rad kids Mm -hmm. convince foster parents yeah. that they are and that's, like and that's why I almost took they, it back and they follow them they, the, the foster parents are like oh we just love that kid so much can we write them letters can we do this and it's like sure like I don't have a problem with it because a lot of kids that have rad and in the system they really don't have the family to fall on yeah so however next one we got Charles Dick Humphrey there's two Charles two Charles so is what this one also a dick, or is his nickname just Dick? Uh, his nickname is Dick. Oh. Um, uh, so Dick here never made it home on his last day of work in uh, from his office. Did he quit his job, or did he get fired? No, he died. Oh, well, you said last day, and so I was assuming either he, like, got fired, he quit, he transferred. No, he worked for Florida's Department of Health and Rehabilitative Services. Um, he was a... Uh, protective investigator that specialized in abuse and injurious child like oh. neglect situations. Oh, so CPS. Kinda. Yeah, but he like specified like he was very much like doing the whole investigation portion, which I'm I'm curious to why we don't have that anymore, but anyways. Maybe we do, maybe just not in Colorado. Maybe. Um he was about to like transfer to a different office. Ah I told you idiot Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was 56 years old, and previously ha- he had been a police chief of Alabama. Um, oh, so he was dealing with them cousin fuckers. He was dealing with them, them cousin, cousin sister brothers. Them goddamn yeah, cousin fuckers. The, the daddy uncles the, of the world. The dunkles. <laughs> the dunkles Instead of, of gunkles, the they're... <laughs> <laughs> he was also celebrating his 35th wedding anniversary. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, 
that would be on September 10th. On September 11th, he disappeared. Oof. His body was found in... Maybe his, his marriage must not have been that good. If he's, if he's having a prostitute? To be fair, he probably offered her a ride. That's also a good point. There, uh, yeah. I just assumed prostitution, but you're right. He could have just been a nice Hey, hon, you need a ride? Hey, pretty lady, you need a ride in my big old Ford F-150 Silverado? I, I know they're two different types of cars. Don't come for me. I swear to God. Um, his body was found the evening of September 12th. He had been shot seven times. Oh, God. Um, with a twenty-two caliber. Um, Rifle or handgun? Gun. It wasn't a rifle, I don't think. I think it was a handgun. Um, oh, good goal. However, like, the so the bullets were, went through his wrist. Ooh, so he was protecting himself. He was protecting himself. His car was later found um, in a completely different county um, in a dick and, and a dick. And, dick <laughs> and was, a dick was found <laughs> next to him. <laughs> and dick was identified September of 1990. Wow. Next one, we got Peter Symes. Uh, We're only on page four. <laughs> we can do two parts to this. this no! Is, we might want to do two parts to this. I haven't gotten into the trial shit yet. Listen, here's the thing, though. My mm-hmm. Dylan Redwine case was like an hour and 50 minutes long. Okay. So I think you're fine. Honestly, I don't even know if anybody listened to the whole thing. I did. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> My sister did, too. Shout out to you, Pay. Love you, girl. <laughs> As you say, with snot. <laughs> Do I really? No, I'm oh. only fucking with you. I'm like, I, I don't feel it. Is that a sign of COVID? You don't feel snot dripping out of your nose no more? <laughs> On July 4th, a car uh, was off of State Road 315 near Orange Springs, Florida. And um, Florida's a goddamn crazy place. Florida is... And that's why I'm like, you want to go to Florida for your 21st birthday? I want to get into some shit. I want to get into some shit. You realize I'm old, right? <laughs> I've seen you go hard with me. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> with my own eyes. I have pictures like, to prove. But, like, you bounce back the next day. Oh, I don't know. After my 20th birthday, I did not bounce back that day. When we went to drink with Matthew... Can you say that? When I went to drink with Matthew? Because <laughs> technically you, you were my DD that night. Yeah, I didn't drink. But, like, when I drank with Matthew, girl. <laughs> girl, I came home and I died. I didn't throw up in your car because I would have felt really fucking bad if I'd thrown up in your car. But driving that fucking 45 minutes home, I was like, <laughs> and I'm crying. I'm I know. literally in tears. I don't know if I can go hard no more. Listen, all I remember, the hardest thing I could do probably is seltzers, right? <laughs> I remember it was one of my, like, fourth or fifth times coming down here before I moved down here. And we played uh, Do or Drink. And I just remember waking up the next morning and Gabe telling me and showing me all the bruises on your arm from you banging your head into your arm into the toilet. Well, I kept hitting my head on the toilet and Gabe was like, And so he put my arm there so I'd hit my head on my arm. And I had so many bruises. I hit my head like fucking a million times that night. I'm surprised I don't. Ha- I didn't have a concussion. You probably did. The way you looked at IHOP the next morning, I was like, she literally had a hat on, sunglasses on, and was like, don't talk to have me. you ever seen those movies where they have like 
it's like a comedy movie and the guy's dead. Yeah. And they're trying to like make him look alive. alive. <laughs> That's what you looked like. <laughs> Thanks, bitch. <laughs> hey, at least you had eyebrows on. I did have eye. That's probably because I never took them off. <laughs> For anyone that doesn't understand that, I do not have eyebrows. Like, I have to draw my eyebrows on every morning. <laughs> like, it is a struggle. I have too blonde of hair. Well, used to. I used to have Your natural hair. Natural hair. So my eyelashes are blonde as hell. My eyebrows are blonde as hell. Anyways. Back to Eileen. Back to... Come on, Eileen. I keep I keep wanting to say um, <laughs> a different last name for Eileen. But also... <laughs> <laughs> I think we might get in trouble. I know, but I, I it's like a slip of the tongue. Like an oopsie. Blah. Like a blah, 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 Like a word vomit. Yeah. Um, so there was a report that came in. Uh-huh. And there was an accident that happened and said two women, um, like, climbed out from this car throwing beer cans into the woods and swearing at each other. The two women... <laughs> Why does that sound like us? <laughs> Get, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, the two women begged not to call the police, saying that their fathers lived just up the road. Uh, they got back into the car, but they did not make it far. LOL. A phone call <laughs> was made. I'm a poet. I'm a motherfucking poet. <laughs> call me Dr. Seuss. Maybe don't call me Dr. Seuss. He's supposed to be racist or something like that. Call me, uh, call me, uh, call me Eminem. Call me, uh, Dr. Dre. Hmm. Call me Drake. Hmm. Call- None of these are getting any better. Call anyway. me Paramore. <laughs> what? <laughs> call me Corpse Daddy. Call, call me Slaughter to Prevail. Anyways, <laughs> I don't understand that reference. I'm a baby. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. They did the they did the Baba Yaga song. Oh, icky. Not icky, but like when Taylor has bad days at work because we carpool together, she puts on certain songs that scare the shit out of me because they're like you know screamo. And, and yet you wanted to go to that fucking festival. I did. Paramore's performing. I'm in the business of music. <laughs> I can't deal with you. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, they like fucking crashed this car. Am I right? And right. So, eventually, on June seventh, leaving like there was this guy leaving from Jupiter, Florida. I don't know where the fuck that is. Probably in to Florida. Visit relative, probably <laughs> to visit relatives in Arkansas. Peter was 65 years old retired and he was like a seaman who <laughs> um, was devoted with de- devoted most of his time working for a Christian outreach he was a seaman was he in the navy or was he just like I just, he enjoyed a fisherman. he was a fisherman he was a seaman <laughs> um, so he was reported missing and it came to light that he was also killed with a twenty-two caliber gun, and um, the the they said that there was two women, but it was one woman arguing with herself that was driving his car, which happened to be Eileen. Um, anyways, he was found dead. How did they in June? People connected back. Witnesses connected back to no, her. No, 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 no. How do you see one woman and think it's two? Like, if you see... I don't know. I think if you're driving past someone... I guess. You know what I mean? You're driving past. Maybe it was a ghost. Maybe she was arguing with her grandma. Spiritual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next, we got Walter. 
An- Antonio here. Um, so about a month later, a new body, um, a nude body, pardon me. A new nude body. A new nude body was found in a lodging road in Dixie County. Walter was 60 years old. He was a trucker. Sometimes he was a security guard. And he was a member of the reserve police. He had been shot four times with a 22 caliber weapon. And he was found on November 19th, and he was dead less than 24 hours. Oof. His car was found five days later across, like, the state in a completely different fucking county. And um, that's when all of these counties were like... Wait a minute. Hey, guys, we have a fucking serial killer. Do you know how easy... Okay, sidetrack. Mm-hmm. Do you know how easy it would be to put a different bot... Hypothetically. Hypothetically speaking. It would be easy to put a different body in the place that we live. You literally, like, walk across town and you're in a different fucking county. But it's so small of counties. Oh, no, absolutely, that they would immediately, like, put it two and two together. Sure. I mean, I don't know. With the eight cops we have in this town, they might not. (laughs) But... (laughs) We have more than eight cops in this town. We have 15. Oh my god, I'm sorry. I was thinking about the other county next to us. The other county next to us has eight. <laughs> yeah. But they're getting cut. They might only have five. I know. <laughs> but any hoozle. Um, we're gonna roll right on into the trial here. I gotta text Gabriel real quick. I will be performing some pretty some I'm done. Okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> So, in Florida, a defendant is convicted of murder, um, can be punished by death if the murder is found to have been committed under certain circumstances listed in the Florida Penal Code, such as the murders of police officers, firefighters, um, defendant murders of, uh, murders of two or more victims that the defendant um, committed a murder for hire or if a murder was intentionally committed in the course of kidnapping, burglary, robbery, aggravated rape, or other, like, situations as such. Um, The subclass of murders um, can be, like, found as, like, capital murder. Capital murder? Capital murder. Like it happened on the capital? Yeah, girl. That's my assumption. I'm just kidding. Um, So Eileen... Uh, was charged with first-degree murder of Richard, um, armed robbery with firearm and or deadly weapon, and possession of firearm by a convicted felon because the firearm was not fucking hers. Um, pro- prosecutors argued that Eileen qualified for the death penalty based on these charges of uh, murder committed in the course of robbery. Um, what the hell was that? That's Gabe. Oh, I thought the, I thought the ghost was back. Chicken, come here, Pippin Strip. Um, so capital trials are different in several ways from murder trials, in which the defendant is not el- uh, not eligible for the death penalty. First, jury selection in capital cases require a uh, a uh, prosecutive jurors uh, to be death qualified, and this like means like. They have to have evidence and render a death sentence in a... What? I'm sorry. I'm just watching Gabe try to quietly take off the tin of the chocolate. Yeah, it wasn't very quiet. She just called you out. 
We have so many chocolates left. Hey. Only jurors who are willing to consider sentencing um, someone to death must be selected. After the juror is chosen, the government has the burden of providing defendants guilty beyond a reasonable doubt um, and, like, has to offer evidence to, like, go through with all of this. The defendant cannot... Uh, the defendant can offer evidence, sorry, can offer evidence to like rebuke like the prosecution's evidence or establish innocence, but uh, has no burden of proof and is presumed innocent until otherwise proven guilty. Da-da. Eileen's capital trial of murder for Richard uh, began on January 13th, 1992. So she, try, she was tried separately for all of them. Which, to me, I'm like, wouldn't you, like, try them? I don't. God damn, that anxiety fucking spiked. I was like, bitch, what? Um, But to me, I'm like, I don't don't really understand because I'm like, can't you not be charged with the same thing twice? Or does that have to do with the same case? I think that has to do with the same case. I just talked that through. Here's my thing, though, is, Mm -hmm. like, I guess what they were probably trying to do is, like, Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, get the most time added on as possible. Sure. But, like... I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that's such a waste of money. Like, just try it all as, like, one. Right. Um, so, um, Eileen stood trial only once, and she pled um, no contest or guilt. Sorry, not contest. Yeah, no contest or guilt in, like, subsequence to the murder charges. A private uh, attorney was, like, brought in to follow, like, the first trial and um, arrange those pleas of not guilty. Um, uh, the prosecution's case. Um, prosecu- uh, prosecutors based their case mainly on videotape confession of Eileen. Oh, she confessed? During interrogation, she confessed. That's the whole fucking thing where she was like, yeah, I killed him. Oh. That thing. Yeah. yeah. Girl, like, she, like, didn't... She confessed. Um, and the pro- uh, the prosecution was able to introduce evidence related to Eileen and the other murder charges based on Florida law known as the uh, Williams Rule, which allows evidence to relate to, like, the correlation of crimes to be admitted if it helps show motive, intent, knowledge, etc. Um, so prosecution, uh, prosecutors, sorry, prosecutors dismissed the initial claim of all seven murders were in defense. So they were basically like, yeah, you're fucking lying. You're fucking none. You're fucking lying. Um, <laughs> Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Um, so she began, like, she, it states that she and um, uh, Mallory, like, began, the first guy she murdered, Richard, uh, began arguing, and um, he was going to take her money, he was going to rape her. And she grabbed her bag, which she kept her gun in, and she pretty much struggled with him and pointed the gun at him and said, you son of a bitch, I knew you were going to rape me. And his response was, no, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. And she shot him. Okay. (laughs) 
In her initial taped confession, Eileen never mentioned Richard had raped her. During the confession, it appeared that Eileen was not forced and clearing herself from many lovers, such as Ty. Um, so uh, Ty had also, like I said, cooperated with police and convinced Eileen that um, Ty was going to fucking go against her in trial unless she confessed. And she said, I took a life. I am willing to give up my life because I killed people. I deserve to die. At least she's self-aware. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. This is one of the things that, like, I go back and forth on because I'm, like, support women, believe women. But, like, I don't know, man. You killed seven men. I mean, the first dude, I was like, yeah, kill him. But, um, (laughs) so uh, another thing that... I don't, I didn't see very much that, like, so Ty mentioned in his confession, like, you really need to check out her mental state. (laughs) Did you just notice that? No, I noticed it. I just didn't want to acknowledge it. Oh, I have tissues in my nose. Um, so Eileen's mental state obviously is... Not good? Not great. She has a very hard time with rationalizing things, understanding things, especially her rights, her advice to counsel... Like, yeah. She honestly probably shouldn't even have stood trial. Probably should have just got sent to the mental hospital. Yeah. Got a little grippy sock vacation. Yeah, girl. Um, During later interviews with the police, Eileen went to great detail about her self-defense claim. She explained that she had (laughs) offered to perform acts of prostitution, and uh, Mallory... Richard had drove her into an isolated area where they drank, smoked weed, and talked for about five hours. God I'm, damn, that is so much time to sit and talk to somebody. Yeah, and Eileen described herself as drunk royally. Around five a.m., Eileen disrobed and performed the act of prostitution. I don't know why it states it like that, but like she derobed and performed the act of prostitution. prostitution. I thought you were gonna be like she sucked his dick a couple of times, you know. But then, right. but then it was like just prostitution. Um, she told him to remove his clothes, but then she only wanted to, um, him to like zip his pants and didn't have enough money to pay her fee. Eileen went um, to retrieve her clothes, but he then like whipped a cord around her neck and threatened to kill her. He said, "Lord," in quotes, like other sluts I've done, and tied her hand and like other sluts I've done. End quote. Tied her hands to the steering wheel. According to Eileen, um, <laughs> later versions, um, this is like she she had been interviewed so many fucking times. Um, Richard violently raped her vaginal and anal area and took pleasure from her cries. He untied her and laid her down, and he had the intent of killing her. She began to struggle. He told her, in quotes, you're dead, bitch, you're dead, end quotes. At this point, Eileen found her purse, removed the gun. He grabbed the gun for the hands, and the two of them began fighting over the gun. Um, and if she gets charged with this murder, I don't look at me like that. Okay. Now I already know. Yeah. So, anyways. Um. <laughs> <laughs> if you can hear chips crunching, Gabe's, Gabe's, eating, Gabe's, Gabe's eating, eating chips, chips and salsa. 
Is it salsa or is it queso? He's eating queso. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> um, so against her attorney's wishes, um, Eileen testified at trial. Oh, no. Yeah. That's not good. No. Um, and she uh, she invoked her Fifth Amendment right um, eventually to, like, no longer self-incriminate herself. <laughs> Which she should have done in, in the, the beginning. beginning. Yeah. So we're going to roll on in to the verdict here. Oh, no. My nut. <sighs> the jury found Eileen guilty on all counts, including first-degree murder and armed robbery. After less than two hours of deliberation. That's... How many females were on the... I I didn't get numbers of who was on the jury. <laughs> you want like that's that. funny? Huh? My sister just got called for jury, and I have yet to be called for jury. Seriously? Yeah. I've been called for jury. The defendant didn't show up, so I got dismissed. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, I have yet to be called, and I'm... Yeah. Which sucks, because, like, I really want to go. Why? We're in court all the fucking time. Yeah, and I really want to, like, be like, <laughs> that bitch is getting in trouble. Or They are not going to allow you to do it if they <laughs> ever hear you say this shit. Anyways. That sucks. So angry Eileen shouted, <laughs> angry <laughs> Eileen, son of a bitches, I was raped. I hope you get raped, scumbags of America. End oh. quote. Yeah. That yeah. ain't good to say. Um, well... So, this outburst likely was um, fresh in the jurors' minds as they began the second... Oh, they kept the same jurors? I feel like that's not right. They began the, the sentencing phase the next day, which I'm like... Oh, for sentencing, not for this for another trial? Or did they keep no. the same jurors for the entire... Okay, so they kept the same jurors, but the problem is, is yes, she got charged all of that. Now they get to go to... Now they get to move forward with... Sentencing. No, with do we give her the death penalty for just the one? All seven. Oh, so they ran them all together in the yep. same. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so after Eileen was found guilty um, of Richard and the others, um, they moved forward and um, they began the next next trial for the penalty phase, and that began on January twenty eighth, nineteen ninety two. There was like the state's expert psychologist was brought in. To testify that she had borderline personality disorder. Yeah. And she was also an- had antisocial personality Behavior. disorder. Yeah, makes sense. Um, and she had a lot of mental disturbances. And she also included that she was very much impaired. Like, whether that was by developmental delays. And also to fucking drug use alcoholism, abuse, and genetic and environmental defects. So, like I said, she kind of got dealt, like, a real shit hand. And, um... That's, like, my one thing is, like, what do you expect them to do in this situation? Like, you don't you don't expect them to... You don't see people no. from this background come up to be the next fucking Jeff Bezos. No. Or, like, even, like, a decent human being in society. Like, they are usually, like, homeless and live off... And to be honest with you, like, when you've been dealt a shit hands, a, like, stack of cards right there, like, you don't really have, like... I I mean, like, it's really hard for you to be like, well, my life is shit. I was raised like this. It's always gonna be shit. Yeah. It's very hard to get out of, like, that mindset. And also, like, what are you gonna do? Work Like, move from poverty level to working class? Wow, that's fantastic. You're still technically under the poverty lines. Yeah. Literally, our job is poverty... Like, we make poverty line. Yeah. 
for many of the other, like, yeah. fucking cities in Colorado. Yeah. And, like, that's one thing that I don't get is, like, all these people bitching and saying, like, well, minimum wage jobs aren't meant for the, for, uh, like, a living wage. Okay, well, then explain to me how single moms who couldn't finish college for whatever reason. Yeah, and then they want to tell me that, like, Oh, well, she shouldn't have gotten pregnant. <laughs> well, then you shouldn't have put those abortion laws in place, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. What about that 11-year-old in fucking Ohio that just gave is giving birth to yeah. her first baby that she was raped? She was raped. Okay. Anyways, different spiral. Oh, Different spiral. I, America so, pisses me off. America pisses me off. I would leave if I could, period. Um, they called two witnesses from her childhood to the stands. One was a biological aunt, um, and the other one was a stepsister. Um, and the biological aunt, I believe, nope, sister. Um, from oh, and her uncle. Second marriage? Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I misspoke. So it was a biological aunt and stepsister. Does that make sense? Her name was Lori. So wait, how was her stepsister? So it Is was it, her biological aunt, but it was mom's stepsister. Oh, oh, so, oh, oh. Yeah. And then it was, her name was Lori, and then we have Barry, who is a biological uncle, but the mom's stepbrother. stepbrother. Yes. And so Barry testifies that um, the grandfather really laid down the rules. And he would often beat Eileen and sometimes spank her. And when she uh, she was 10, um, the discipline became more tight. Barry <sighs> testified that Eileen's biological father, who committed suicide in prison for rape and kidnap, was an abusive type of criminal. Um, so after even, like, diving in to her background, like, her life... Um, they reviewed kind of like what's going on with her. Um, in junior high, Eileen started to kind of exhibit hearing loss, vision problems, and trouble in school. Her IQ was 81. Ooh. So for the use, for those that don't know, um, for developmentally delayed, I don't like to say the other word, um, IQ has to be below 70 or at 70 below. So she was like right on the cusp. She was right on that cusp of of being very much like um having challenges yeah yeah um at the age of 14 they reviewed how she was raped by her grandfather's friend um six months after revealing that she was pregnant which she kept her pregnancies hidden for six months her grandfather blamed her for it and her grandfather then forced her to give her child up for adoption after her grandmother died at 15, she became a ward of the state. How? Her grandfather kicked her out, and her grandma died. Oh. And so she became a ward of the oh, state. Oh, I forgot grandpa kicked her out. Yeah. And um, grandfather did commit suicide as well. Mm, for the best. Probably for the best. Um, so there was, like, three defense psychologists, like, on there. And um, that testified to her suffering from, like, severe borderline personality disorder, a bunch of other shit. And um, the one problem is, is that she changed her story a little too much. 
so the defense attorney was able um, to kind of break break it down. So, um, uh, Warlos had been previous a previous felon, um, murder, drugs, murder, and um, to avoid arrest, uh, murder and crime or heinous or heinous and cruel acts. Murder was cold, calculated, whatever. Um, and uh, no matter how hard she had it, all of the fucking trials and problems um, that she had went through. Didn't fucking matter. They gave her the death penalty. That's so infuriating. Because, like, I don't know where you stand on the death penalty. But, like, I think in certain cases it's needed and deserved. So I, but. I I see certain cases where we have um, we have children being fucking victimized and brutally raped, like the Gabriel Fernandez. Yeah, I think that those two should you should have fucking it. died. And if yeah. you don't want to handle it, I will. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you hurt a child, when you hurt, fuck you, like. Fuck you. You hurt a child. Like, like, they're defenseless. They don't have any... I don't know. I think it's so weird. Like, like that fucking trucker that got, like, what, 110 years? It got dropped to yeah. 10. But, like, I'm sitting here thinking, like, how the fuck was that number calculated? It you know was, what I mean? It was a, um... What's the word? There... For whatever he was charged with, there was a minute minimum... A, a minimum? A minimum charge that was backdated in, like early, early, early years of Colorado's history. I just, it pisses me it off. It pisses me off, Because too. then I get, you get certain, certain fucking fucks that literally get six months and they've hurt a child. Or for, like, statutory rape. Yeah. Or anything like yes. that. Yes. So. Like you, Brock Turner. Fuck you, bud. I hope we don't get sued. Oh, I don't give a fuck. I couldn't give a fuck. I don't. Take the four dollars in my bank account. <laughs> I don't care. I hate <laughs> I'll Venmo, Venmo them to you right now, and I will title it fuck Sexist, you, you, fucking you fuck. Rapist, Fuck You, <laughs> I Hope You Rot, and everything else. Like, I don't care. Um, so, after trial, um, Ty, the boyfriend, started making several books, movies, and selling her story. Of course he did. Um, so did the three fucking detectives. Of course they did. That were on the defense. Court, or on the prosecution? The defense, I, uh, prosecution and defense. Like, people were just, like, in it. People, Fuck you. Yeah, people. Fuck you. I'm sorry, but coming from a person who has dealt with books being made about a family like, member without yeah, permission, permission, it's like, so fucked you. up. That's yeah. not your story to tell. November of 1992, Dateline NBC reporter um, kind of came out with this whole thing on a collaboration with Eileen claiming her story of rape and a history of sexual crimes. Um, And also, like, it reviewed on how the judge refused to allow this um, to be, like, admitted in, like, the post-trial proceedings and also that Eileen was never given a retrial. If you hear my dog whining, she really wants to come out, but she just fucking barks (laughs) all the time. So, um... Yeah, um, and then there was this guy um, named Nick Broomfield, and he paid her ten thousand dollars, like pretty much, 
to get in on her story. And um, he told Eileen, in quotes, he told me he was taking the case because he needed a uh, needed the media exposure, end quote. Oh, eat a dick. Um, on March 31st, 1992, Eileen pleaded um, no contest to the rest of the murders and tried to appeal. I'm surprised she didn't do the Alfred plea. Yeah, I'm surprised. You know what I mean? And for those who don't know what the Alfred plea is, it's saying that there's enough evidence to um, convict you, but you're still saying that you're not guilty. So you acknowledge the fact that there's enough evidence to convict you, but you're still claiming your innocence or for whatever reason. June 1992, Eileen pled guilty to the murderer of Dick. Charles, um, <laughs> and that would be her, her receiving a fifth death sentence. Oh my god! In February of 1993, she pled guilty um, to the murder of Walter, and she was also again sentenced to death. In quotes, I wanted to confess uh, to you that Richard did violently rape me, as I told you, but the others did not. They began to start to though. End quote. On May 15th, um, 1993, Judge Thompson um, gave her three more death sentences. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, why? Like, I I However, understand it's for the victim's family. However, she turned to the assistant state attorney and said, in quotes, I hope your wife and children get raped in the ass. End quote. Ooh. Um, and then she muttered, motherfucker. Um, there are several, like, documentaries about Eileen, um, the selling of a serial killer. Um, and then, it, I don't know, man. It just, I'm going to tell you how much they made off of her or an estimate of oh how much God, they made off of her. Oh, my God, that pisses me off. Um, so, Eileen was uh, sentenced to death. And, you know, usually when you're on death row, uh, before you die, you get offered what you want to eat. And Eileen ate the food that was served for that night as her last meal. However, the only reason why she did that is because she was very paranoid that the guards were going to tamper with her food. Shit, I would be too. Yep. That night, Eileen spent um, her last night talking with a childhood friend, Dawn, on the phone for three hours. Um, Oh, honey. Yeah. And Dawn's quoted saying... Uh, she was looking forward to going home with God and getting off this earth. End quote. Fuck, I would be too. Eileen drank her coffee and settled down around 1 a.m. in the morning. Although she apparently didn't sleep very well. I mean, to be fair, like, I don't know who does sleep well in prison. <laughs> I would not sleep well no. in prison. Um, on the morning of her, of her death... Um, people were stated saying she was very calm this morning. She was not talkative. She wasn't combative. She requested a towel and a fresh washcloth and walked willingly to her death. Um, so it's, it's really fucking sad. Um, in 1992, there was a uh, TV movie Overkiller that or Overkill that came out, and it was an Eileen Wolo story. In 1996, um, 
there was like several things that came out about her incarceration, Supreme Court appeal, the denial. Um, it there was like a bunch of stuff that came out. Um, in 2001, there was a, another fucking thing that came out about Eileen. 2002, another thing. 2003, 2005, 2005, 2011, 2011, 2012, um, oh God. 2014, and now here we are, 2022. The next one that is going to be come out. <sighs> Guess how much her net worth was af- like after her death. After death, fourteen million starting. Oh my god! Starting. Where does this money go to? Like, whoever creates the story, whoever makes the story. That's so. Here's my thing. I. I wish that there was a possible way, to. I don't know. Set up not a GoFundMe, but like funnel all of these profits to her child to oh you know what'd be you know it'd be really cool like some a lot of people who like usually like set up advocation things and stuff it'd been really cool to see all of that fucking money go to children who have been sexually abused yeah or to like foster care systems like the foster or, care like so, something that would help advocacy like yeah. CAC and like CACs and stuff yeah. like that like to help fund things that are needed and mental like, health. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this poor woman had borderline personality disorder that wasn't diagnosed until she was in fucking prison. Yeah. On trial. On trial. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that would have that's so much more and I am I am pretty excited about the documentary that is going to be out on Netflix. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Because I am curious to see how much it actually represents her. Or how you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. there's some documentaries like the Ted Bundy one. I was yeah. like, I was like, oh, that's like the one with Zac Efron. Not or the, the one with Zac Efron. The tapes. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, I really enjoyed that one. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm very much like, are they gonna really like? Because when you look at it, it says like loosely related to her life. Oh. So I'm very curious to be like, okay, now that I have full details mm-hmm. of what happened. I'm very, like, I want to, like, examine it side by side yeah. to be like, hmm, hmm, hmm. Yeah. So um, that is unfortunately Eileen, and hopefully wherever she's at in this universe or not, um, she finally has some peace. She had a really rough fucking life. Yeah. And that's all for tonight, folks. Good night, yeah. finally. You can go CP time. I can go take my <laughs> <my> quill. <laughs> <laughs>